Is lazy money still a concern in 2024's higher interest rate landscape? Well, in today's episode, we're going to explore this question, examining how the recent rise in interest rates affects the money that's still sitting in things like savings accounts and CDs and generally conservative investments. We're going to talk about the new dynamics of managing your funds in a world where traditional saving methods are seeing better returns. Are these options now a viable part of a savvy investment strategy, or are there still better ways to make your money work harder for you. On today's question with the higher interest rates, is lazy money still a concern? That's our topic today as we get ready for another episode of the Retirement Roadmap. Let's get to it. It's time for the Retirement Roadmap podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Thanks for joining us on the Retirement Roadmap. Walter Storholt with you alongside Glenn Mosseller, of course, a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro, North Carolina, but can meet with you from wherever you are online. Don't hesitate to get in touch at roadmapfinancial.com. All right, Glenn, we're talking lazy money today, a topic we've covered before on the show in, in previous years, but kind of a new lens through which we can discuss it now that interest rates have changed from our initial discussions a few years back. So thought it'd be good to bring this back up somewhat near the beginning of 2024 with higher interest rates still being a topic of conversation. So let's start with just an explanation. What are we typically talking about when we say lazy money? For those who didn't hear the original episode, a couple of years ago, right? Well, well, Walter, when we when we talk about lazy money, is it's like you know, it's typically money that you know that's is probably sitting in you know some sort of a bank account. You know, I mean, it's in, it's in a safe place. You know, for the most part. But it's not really earning much, I and mean, maybe not even earning anything. It's sitting in possibly checking accounts or savings accounts, you know, and, and those kinds of things where you know it, it's just you know you, you look at the inflation rate and where we've been over the last year, year and a half, and you know, and, and you say, well, gosh, if it's not making anything, you're actually losing buying power, right? And and so it's just money that you maybe you're not paying that close attention to, and that's why we we say it's it's lazy money. I mean, it, you want to have some money set aside that the you know, that's, that's, you know, that's safe and liquid, you know, emergency funds and those kinds of things. But, you know, at, at the same time, you know, you, you, you'd like to have it, you know, doing a little bit of work and, and, and earning something for you rather than just, just, you know, sitting there, if you will. Makes a lot of sense. All right. So we've got our initial um, kind of description of lazy money. We don't want to just be sitting there, of course, especially when we had really, really low interest rates. That was creating the big problem, right? Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. So now that interest rates have increased, is lazy money even an issue anymore? Well, it is, Walter. I mean, you you still have emergency funds, right? And you, know, you still have folks that you know have you know have money that you know sometimes will just build up in, in you know in a second uh, in, in a checking or a savings account, you know, and those kinds of things. And you know, and so there are some CDs that are out there that you can utilize. There, you know, there there's money market funds as well, which are interesting. I mean, they they you know they don't necessarily get you know in the money market funds they don't necessarily guarantee it for a, you know for a long long period a longer period of time or a set period of time like a like a CD 
might, but you know, when you look, when you you know, you go into a bank and you you know, you look, it's like you know, your your basic savings account. You know, I it, I I haven't seen that many savings accounts where the the interest rates have moved much. I mean, it's still typically from anything that I've seen is is typically less than one percent, and sometimes it's you know, it's just, it's not even a half a percent. It's just it's just there. It's it's lazy money, so to speak. I mean, you, you know, it's just not earning anything, and yet in that same institution there are other options. You know, typically where you know maybe if you're going to you know commit the money for you know maybe a year or a year and a half maybe a couple of years you know you you know you, you can get you can get something locked in as as long as you know you're not you're not going to invade that you know the, the principal on that you know and, and pull money out of there you know and if you do that you might have a penalty for early withdrawal typically those penalties in, in that kind of a, a, an account you know might be you know some you know some or all of your interest that you know that you that you were going to earn but again you know we you can look at money market accounts that are that are you know that are similar to a savings account right? I mean they're you know a savings account is liquid and you know a money market account is liquid you know CDs are, are are less so but they're but they're not they're not you know they're not overly you know they're they're not locked up forever and ever and you still can get to them with with some minimal penalties but you know the the, the basic point though Walter is is that you know there's money there there are ways of getting that money to not be so lazy so to speak and still accomplish your goals you just have to you have to be a little bit more proactive and you know maybe you know adjust and you know and, and do a little searching maybe a few phone calls look around on their on the websites of, of you know of the of the financial institutions that are, that have your you know your checking account and that kind of thing and if, and if they don't they don't offer it there's probably somewhere else that will and maybe maybe you you know you just go ahead and you open up an account that's basically there to just you know be like a safe money account or you know an emergency emergency account that, that you know is, is that you're not likely to need to tap into it but it's there if you need it, and it's in it's you know again it's it's working for you a little bit. So what's the big deal with all of it, Glenn? I mean, why is lazy money so dangerous to someone's financial plan? Well, I mean, Walter. I mean, think about it. It's you know, I mean, we're really we're really thinking in terms of your buying power. Are you keeping up with you know with inflation? Are you outpacing inflation? You know, and and if you're if you're not at least keeping up with inflation, if your money is sitting there. And you know the the inflation rate is greater than the interest that you earn, and particularly when you think of the interest that you earn after taxes, right? Because if you have money that's sitting in the bank, and it's it's in a savings account or you know or a CD or or even a, you know a, a money market. I mean, there's still I mean the interest that gets earned on that type of an account is 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 going to be record. You know, you're going to get a 1099. You know, for that, you know, each year than the interest that you've earned. And so then, you know, depending upon what tax bracket you're in, you know, you got to think in terms of, well, you're also getting ding with taxes on that interest. So, I mean, you, you, when you, when you go net net and you look at that versus the inflation rate, if you're, you know, if you're not, if you're not earning more interest than, than what the inflation rate is, is that you're literally losing buying power with the dollars that are sitting there, even though they're safe and the, and you're, and you're saving it. But if you can't, if you can't buy as much, then those dollars aren't worth as much, if you will. Okay, yeah, I think I, I track with you there as to why that is such a concern. So how does this problem happen in the first place? Why do people get into a position of having too much lazy money in their portfolio to begin with? Well, Walter, I mean, you know, you, I mean, <laughs> there's some folks that are just, you know, typically risk averse, right? I mean, that, that might be their personality or that, you know, what their what their examples were in terms of, you know, growing up, you know, in the, in the household that they grew up in and the, the examples that they have to draw from. Sometimes it's it's like 
like you know they they've had they've had experiences in the markets you know maybe you know they 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 had they had some you know bad experience you know in previous you know market declines or you know or or you know or crashes during maybe the great recession or you know when the dot com you know boom and bust and there's a number of reasons it's like if they feel gun shy it's just like well gosh you know I'd rather it just be safe and I know that you know it's like maybe I'm maybe I'm missing out on something but I but I'm also it's just like I know it's there right and so there there's that issue you know there for a lot of folks you know maybe it's just you know it's in terms of just you know thinking about well gosh if I put it over here you know do I you know can I trust that company or or am I going to be made whole if something happens to that financial institution you know or or you know something of that nature you know or or sometimes it's just it's like you know folks don't really like dealing with financial you know things. It's it's complicated for a lot of folks, and they just it's just like you know what I just, you know hey I I know it's there it's in the bank I can get to it if I need it and that's that's enough for me. I mean there, there's all all those kinds of things there, Walter. And sometimes it's a combination. Sometimes it's one more than the other. But but there, there's those elements that kind of create that that situation in the first place. And you and you got to be you know it doesn't take lots and lots of work. You know it, it's just a matter of saying okay you know hey. There, there's there's a potential issue here. Let me just take a look and see. You know, let me do a little bit of homework. Let me let me you know, let me see if you know if I'm I'm kind of guilty of 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 having you know too much money sit there that's not earning something for me. And again, I mean, sometimes it just seems like well, you know, it's only a few dollars here or there. But but again, they they add up over time. And and so you you just really you really want to make sure that you know that you're you're taking advantage of it. I mean, if it's going to be sitting there, it might as well be sitting there. And you know, if your objective is to have it safe, well, let it at least earn something for you and just you know take take a couple extra steps i mean it doesn't take that much time and effort you know maybe you know maybe an afternoon you know on a weekend you know you, you look around online and you you know you search out some some you know rates or you make a few phone calls you know you know one afternoon you know you know in between appointments or you know or whatever you you know you do a little bit of research and find out what's available and then you know and then opening up an account or moving something around at you know maybe even the same institution the you know, financial institution that you're currently at it really doesn't take that much but it does take some effort it doesn't just happen automatically just because you know there are some higher interest rates out there your money's not going to jump into another account by itself you got you you know you got to be proactive and do something for it Great points all across the board, Glenn. So let's uh, steer the conversation in this direction. You you find somebody who's got too much lazy money, whatever the reasons are that led them to that situation in their portfolio, but perhaps they're hesitant to make any changes to that portfolio um, because of maybe the, some of the reasons why that happened uh, and maybe some of the safety that they want from having that lazy money on the sidelines. Um, how do you handle somebody being hesitant to make those changes and help talk to them about how having that more well-rounded portfolio. Well, Walter, it starts with just, you know, some analysis, right? I mean, you just and some questions, you know, you got to find out, you know, well, you know, what are the objectives? You know, it's like you've got this money in this account. What do you, you know, you know let's let's talk about, you know, why is it here? You know, do you have these fears or you, you just like you just or you just maybe just don't know what to do or you know, all the different things that we, you know, kind of what we we've been talking about, you know. Oftentimes it's you know it's it's folks just you know there's concern about you know downside risk and whatnot and and so you know it's a matter of taking some time more often than not Walter it's just a matter of of, of learning what your options are I mean most most people you know this is not what they do you know for a living and so that you know there, there's a, there's a lot of, of 
of things that are outside of your awareness that might be in a blind spot, so to speak. It's just like, because you, you just simply don't know what you don't know. And, and, and so, you know, if you're unaware of it, you know, it's less likely to be compelling to do something different. But, you know, but if you, but if all of a sudden you have, you know, more information and more knowledge, then, you know, and, and you understand, you know, the, you know, all the pros and the cons and the ins and outs of things. And you, that, then you, then you can, then you can actually make a decision based on information and facts rather than just, you know, just, you know, making assumptions or, you know, some, you know, misconception that you might have about different things that are out there, you know, and, and it's really, it's, it's just a matter of taking some time and, you know, and, and, you know, and chatting with somebody again, you know, you know, obviously you want to sit down with somebody who has your best interest at heart, you know, you, you want to really, you know, it's a good idea to, you know, to have a consultation with, you know, with fiduciaries, you know, that are going to be looking after your best interest, right. And, and making sure that, you know, that you understand what you're saying yes and what you're saying no to. And, you know, and, and for a lot of folks, they don't realize that they're actually saying no to something just, you know, on a default if they don't know what, what it is. And it's just like, you know, by, by understanding and, and, and educating yourself a little bit more. And then once you know something, you know, then it, be, you know, it might become, it's like, oh, well, gosh, of course I should be doing that. But, but I just didn't know. And so it, it's just a matter of, of making sure that, you know, you're, you're aware and you're, you're doing your homework. And you, again, you were, we're, we're trying to get away from that quote unquote lazy money, right? It's just like you, it takes a little effort to, to make, make that lazy money do a little bit of work, but it's, but it's not like, you know, you're having to do lots and lots of heavy lifting, but you do have to, you do have to do a little homework. And sometimes you have to, to, you know, enlist, you know, some, some help from, from those who are in the, who are in the financial services industry to be able to help you understand what options you actually have out there. Because again, you, you simply don't know what you don't know. And, you know, and then if you're then armed with some new information, you, you know, you can you can make you know new decisions that you know that may be you know significantly helpful to you in the future. Very good, Glenn. And if you have listened to today's episode and thought, yeah, I might have a bit too much lazy money, uh, money sitting on the sidelines, not earning enough. Maybe I've got better opportunities and more potential out there. Hey, it's been a while since I've kind of reviewed where everything stands. Well, that's what Glenn specializes in, helping folks like you assess where you are right now from a financial standpoint and how to get to where you want to be in the future. And so if you'd like to set up that time to meet with Glenn, you can do so very easily. Again, you can call 336-291-3. 3535 to get in touch. That's 336-291-3535. Or you can go online to roadmapfinancial.com, click on the free consultation button, and schedule your time to visit from anywhere. Again, go to roadmapfinancial.com and click free consultation. Glad thanks for the help on this lazy money conversation today. Looking forward to our next chat coming up soon. Fantastic, Walter. Take care. You as well. For Glenn, I'm Walter. We'll talk to you next time on the Retirement Roadmap. Roadmap. 